You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. Oh, the great I was just scratching my face thinking about it. 2017 in. This is terrible. In a terrible way. Oh, this is terrible. So we're talking. Uh, we're talking public poops. Have you ever walked in on like a poop that shouldn't be where it is? You encountered the random. Oh, I don't even know what to call this. Atrocity. Today. Yeah. Perfect. Boom. <laughs> I might be using it that word a little too heavily. Well, but, anybody uh, that encountered it, I feel bad for the janitor, but let's get into it. I walked into a public bathroom. I'm not going to say where to protect the place's identity, but uh, I walked into a public bathroom hoping to use the stall, and I saw something. Oh, and I was seeing something, all right. It was something dark, and it was something on the floor and on the side of the toilet and on the lid of the toilet, and it was just... Uh, I walked closer, and I knew what it was. That was shit. That was shit where it shouldn't be. Yeah. That was shit that someone oh. left there. That someone no. just decided was going to be someone else's problem. No further investigation required. Identified immediately upon sight. That's a pile of shit. This was a That's payload a that was dropped from, like, a height. You know, and it totally missed its intended target. That's what I'm assuming. See, I think they were feet on the toilet standing back against the wall. <laughs> like sideways, perpendicular with the toilet? Yup. Pulling we're some f- madman shit. They don't want to <laughs> like, they can't hover on their own, so they need the reinforcement of the wall. And they figured, fuck it, I have no regard for anybody. I'm going to shit how I want. Oh, man. I wall. mean, that would explain the position of where it ended up. But I mean, they, I don't, it wouldn't explain motive whatsoever. You would have to be a madman. That's that's humanity. Sometimes I mean, everyone's no motive. Everyone's encountered, you know, someone who just didn't clean up their dogs like shit, and you step in it or whatever, and that uh, pisses you off. But like when it's a person, it's like someone who's re- needs level. to be held responsible for this. Yeah, yeah, like bring in the crime scene cleanup crew. Well, my immediate thing after that was like, I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here without being seen by anyone. Because I don't want to be the last culprit fucking out of the bathroom. at the crime scene. You know, that happened in like uh, grade school to me one time where like someone had like vandalized the bathroom and I was one of the people seen out of it, you know. And eventually they caught the the perp, uh, yeah, the perp and like it wasn't, they figured out it wasn't me but it's always scary you don't want to be held responsible for something like i'm innocent that wasn't my poop i didn't poop there funny kind of related not related story in elementary school i was wrongfully accused of invoking a child riot a child riot (laughs) a child riot on the playground the teacher's son from middle school was visiting that day i don't know why and apparently he was overwhelmed with kids that beat him up, kind of. Not really Uh-oh. beat him up, but got a little rough with him. 
And somehow I had nothing to do with it, but they had picked me out of the crowd of like, let's say 10 kids. I don't remember. It kind of fuzzy memory, but I remember getting accused and being like, fuck that. It was not <laughs> me. Not saying fuck that. Cause it was, I was probably like, I don't know, nine years old. Right. This was about fourth grade, but <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. You never want to be held accountable. You, ne- you never want to be held accountable for something you didn't do, especially right? when it involves shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> so it's it just you want to you want to flee the scene immediately, and like I'm gonna tell you, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't want to be involved. That's no, I don't <laughs> blame you one bit. I'm not the good Samaritan who's gonna go and try and explain to someone that there's like, oh, um, excuse me, there's there's shit on the floor in there. You might want to clean because you know that they're gonna be like part of them, the back of their mind. They're gonna be like, was that? Was that his shit? Was he the guy that shit? Oh, he said dude. some sick fuck goes around like, shitting and making people clean know, it up. That's the rumor, and like you're like everybody's smiling, and as soon as you leave, they're like, "That's the shit guy, right?" That's the guy. You never want that. So that's our that's our advice. Wipe. Oh God, that's a horrible rumor. That's a terrible rumor. Terrible. <laughs> How dare Jonathan? No, if you're gonna if you're going with that, you got to go like right into the shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that means you're, that means you're scheduling them just for the morning. Oh. You're gonna you're gonna be feeling really uncomfortable come nighttime. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> always, always wipe. That's our advice, and always yes. flee the scene if there's shit on the ground in a public place. Yes, yeah. Do not use that restroom. Do not leave any DNA evidence. Wipe your prints and immediately evacuate. If anything, grab a paper towel when you use the handle to leave. Use that paper yes. towel and yeah. then fucking dispose of that towel some in some other garbage. You want no part of that. You have no idea what kind of barbarian was in this place before you. If you walk <laughs> in and you see that massacre just laying out before you. What if they link that poop to a murder? Oh, dude. Now you're getting deep. Yeah. Like that's linked to something you hear in the fucking news a few days later. You didn't even know, but you they're were there, not, and you left a fingerprint. They're not going to test the evidence because they're like, we got your poop already. We knew it was you coming out of that bathroom. Oh, man. Like, they got evidence from video. Like, oh. <laughs> Now you're like the, uh, the fucking Arizona shit stabber because you, like, walked out of the wrong bathroom. I didn't do it, I swear. <laughs> they're like, they That's caught they the shit stabber you, today. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You don't want to go down like that. Get out of there. Flee the scene. Uh, that's our advice here at American Slacker Podcast. What is up? This is Matthew. And Jesse. And we're bringing you some shitty news to start it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's shitty for the band in question here. Uh, we have Guns N' Roses. They were playing a uh, tour in Australia, one of our favorite places to talk to. Shout out to Australia. Oh, we cannot have a show without talking about them. Come on. It always seems that way. We got one of one article at least. Um, Guns N' Roses, they're playing a tour in Australia. They do two nights in Sydney, and then they play Melbourne the, uh, on the third day. While they're opening in Melbourne, they go, Hello, Sydney! <laughs> All those years of drugs, man. Yep. No, I mean, like they that was their first big mistake in over 30 years of touring. It's got to uh, catch up sometime. That's a pretty good, pretty good streak. 
Yeah, you know, after after doing like and then like you know if you're touring and you you know you're waking up in a different place every day, it's. I uh, wanted I wanted to say I was surprised they're still touring in general. I had seen images true. like a few like I don't even know like five six years ago of Axel working at a gas station. <laughs> what part yeah, time? Dude. Oh, he went broke at one point, bankrupt, like straight homeless. Oh wow. Yeah. That's no good. I mean, yeah, it's good to be back on tour, I guess, at that point. Like, maybe that's just what he does in his uh, off time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It serves you. It serves the public. The uh, he's the Guns N' Roses aren't the only people to have done that, though. Um, Bruce Springsteen yelled out party noises Pittsburgh one time when he was actually in Cleveland. Aww. Usher mixed up Manchester with Maidstone in Kent. At Radio One's big weekend back in '08. Ooh, that's a passionate place. You don't want to fuck up. Uh, Britney Spears uh, did. She confused Manchester with London, I guess, in '09. So she yeah, never knows it, where she is. <laughs> she there's a Lifetime documentary coming out about her that I'm definitely or not documentary like drama doc thing that I'm definitely not going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, me too. I'll definitely yeah. avoid that. <laughs> Absolutely, because it's going to be terrible. Um, but yeah, it's understandable. You know, you're waking up in a different place every day, and you're like confused as to where you are. You're getting, you're hyped up. You're going on stage. You yell it out. So I, I they tweeted out an apology, saying like Melbourne, we're sorry. We did two nights in Sydney. Please forgive us. <laughs> Mistakes will be made anywhere in life. It's natural. Or a bunch right. of clumsy motherfuckers stumbling around trying to figure out what is right to do. So, <laughs> let's all not act like we're not. Well, you know what? To, that kind of brings us to our next article here. Because, like, I'm wondering if there's any morality issues in this next uh, sales transaction that's being pitched. Kiss is now officially selling air guitar strings. Hmm. Which, if I could... How is one string an air guitar when an air guitar isn't really in existence? Well, I'll tell you, it's going to be easy because they're auto-tuned, as it says Ooh, on the package. Well, that makes it easy if you are an air guitarist. <laughs> then I thought, uh, what's his name, Wyclef had a uh, uh, like patent on auto-tune. And no, you're, thinking of, that you're thinking of the guy on, on a boat. On a <laughs> boat? On a boat, motherfucker. T-Pain. 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 Yeah. That was T-Pain was doing it, not Wyclef. Um, yeah. Fucking... He was yeah, he, no, he's good. Way. Yeah, and he's a Fucking um, the Kiss air string or air guitar strings though. It's it's just a package. There's nothing in it. It's cl- a clear package. That's uh, what you think, Jesse. How arrogant! <laughs> well, I well if they're in there, I'd surely misplace them because I can't fucking see them. It clearly says in small print on the back that imagination is required to use product. Oh, okay. That's what, yeah, that's well, what the catch is. That's what yeah. I'm lacking, apparently. Yeah. Uh, they they go for three. They go for three ninety nine a piece. So like, if you're into that, I guess. Well, obviously, f- Kiss is out of merch ideas, and they're getting older and trying to bleed all of their fans for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they can do, um, they've been known to sell other like really weird products. They have like. Overpriced wine and masks. Um, Gene Simmons like uh, had a coffin that they they produce like for diehard fans. A kid's yep. coffin and urns and uh, disturbing looking condoms too. Apparently. And speaking of Gene Simmons, keep that tongue in your mouth. You're an old <laughs> man. Stop it. 
He should only do the tongue thing when uh, when he's like got the full makeup on. Yeah, and cued to do so. Nobody wants uh, to really see that. <laughs> right. Maybe a diehard. So after you're uh, playing all your air guitar with your fake auto-tuned guitar strings, uh, you're going to get hungry. You're going to want to order some pizza. Yeah, right? Ooh, that's a perfect snack after a, a hard session of jamming out on your sweet-ass air guitar. Rocking, going With going auto-tuned nuts. strings, of course. I wouldn't have it any other way. People yelling at you to turn it down, and you're like, I'm just melting face, <laughs> man. Fuck <laughs> off. So, uh, squiddly-dee, fucking, uh, you order your pizza, uh, it's got pineapple on it. How are you feeling? I love pineapple on pizza. Oh, pineapple, so do a I. Bit of bacon. Oh, shit, son. We agree on a lot of things. Uh, I mean, we've been friends for years. I'm glad that we can have, take a stance here and say American Slacker Podcast, pro-pineapple. Try the sweet and salty mixture, people. If you've never had pineapple pizza and you're like, no, fuck that, like, just try it one day. Go to a place that does individual slices. I'm telling you, the majority, like 90% of people that say they don't like it, if they just try it, would actually be like, all right, this isn't so fucking bad. Yeah, the sweetness with, like you said, the salty. Uh, do you go um, uh, ham on yours or, or just yeah, pineapple? Yeah, like, depending upon the place. Like, because, um, like, usually I won't order a whole pie of it. Like, it's a, I'll go to a place and get, like, a slice, like, crispy basil. Yeah. And they might they might have it either way. Like, they'll have it with ham slices, like, or ham chunks. Or yep. they'll have it with bacon. And bacon's good, too, man. Pineapple bacon's pretty dope. I was going to say, uh, that was that was my go-to with it. I like doing uh, pineapple and bacon. I, I, I would call it the new Hawaiian because, you know, standard yeah. Hawaiian's the pineapple. Bacon. It's just a little saltier and a little Always crispiness, good. man. Oh, dude. Yeah, the crunch of the bacon. Really oh, dude, good. Dude, it's so good. Well, someone who does not like pineapple on their pizza is the president of Iceland. In our next article, President of Iceland announces that he would ban pineapple as a pizza topping if he had the power. What a selfish prick. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So uh, the, he went to a school and was answering questions. And uh, one of the questions that he was asked was what he feels about the pineapple as a pizza topping debate. Um, he said great that debate he was, also known as. He answered that he was fundamentally opposed to putting pineapple on top of a pizza. He then went a step further, announcing he would pass a ban on pineapple as a pizza topping if he had the power to pass laws on his own. Man, I feel like we all have that kind of food that we would ban. Like mine, like we've talked about tuna. Boom. Yeah, that's right. You don't like canned tuna. tuna. Canned For, tuna. I don't. If you cook a fresh tuna steak, all to you. But canned For, tuna and tuna salad, fuck you. For me, it'd be pickles. See, I damn you, Jesse, because I love pickles. Would love you rather pickles. pickles or mustard? Hmm. Because one of them's got to go in my world. I'd let you take... Shit, that's hard, man. I, I you guess know I'd what? let you take mustard. You know what my problem with pickles is? They can't keep What's... to themselves. What do you mean they can't keep to themselves? With whenever, the vinegar? Whenever I get a sandwich at, like, a diner, I get fries. What What's soaking into the fries? Ah, oh, man. You, this nasty diner. They give you the cup of the coleslaw, and they give you the fat spear pickle. I mean, yeah, and if, and if you like pickles. Oh, yeah, yeah. if you, if you, you like pickle pickles, you like it. But, yeah, I'm not going to uh, lie. You get pickle fries that are soggy. Or I worse. Can, I can agree with that. Okay, so if there's a if there's a fry barrier, I'm like that's not the worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario is they put it right next to your sandwich. 
Oh, and then your fucking bottom piece of bread is just kind of soggy. Soaked. And pickle. Just See, soaked I hate soggy fucking bread or soggy fries, so right? that, piss, that would bug me out, too. I'll take the fry barrier any day over the, uh, like, pickle taste on my main, like, you know, burger or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't like mixing foods in general. <laughs> so like Matt, Matt would ban tuna, I would ban pickles. This guy would ban pineapples. He suggests putting fish on pizza. Fuck I can't him. do it. I can't Fuck do him. it. Anchovies or tuna, you prick? Yeah, I was going to say, like, he's, there's some standard he's stirring you up with the fish talk. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck him. Like, go with a white pizza. Pineapple's not your preference. But, come on. Yeah. Uh, the reason so, I hate tuna is because it reeks. At least there's a viable <laughs> option. Pineapple it, just makes everything smell pineapple. fresh. And it makes it smell citrusy fresh. Like, fuck off. I, okay, so I got, I got another question for you here. All right, hit me would with you, it. Would you rather eat tuna pizza... Or a picture of the actor from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Jason Siegel. I would legit eat the pe- the picture of Jason Siegel. Like <laughs> nice. I I would legit eat that. Like paper would taste better to me than the smell of tuna being anywhere near me. Like I literally <laughs> gag over tuna, man. Hate it. Well, you might, Jason well, Siegel's a tasty man. <laughs> I've told you I, this. I could assume this. Um, <laughs> Uh, the reason I ask is because the dude in our next story is eating a picture of Jason Siegel every day until Jason Siegel eats a picture of him. Oh, I don't think that's ever going to happen. A star like Jason Siegel is never going to have a reason to eat a piece of paper with some toxic ink on it. <laughs> well, Munchies, by uh, who is, I think, writes through Vice, they did an article on him, which I have up here. Uh, which has links to his videos of him eating these pictures. They're just like the headshot from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> and he's been causing a bit of a storm on Twitter. Um, the guy's name is Noah Maloney. Uh, his his uh, Twitter handle is at Zesty Noah. Zesty. He's based out of uh, Toronto, Ontario, up in Canada. Well, hopefully he's, he's adding some zest to these photos. He's got a... Uh, He's got a decent amount of followers gained over this. Uh, pinned at the top of his Twitter profile, it says, I'm going to eat a picture of your... He tweeted at Jason Siegel, I'm going to eat a picture of your face every day until you eat a picture of my face. So Jason Siegel is the only one who can stop this madness. He's been going on this since at least February 16th. So as of today, that's like... All right. What I'm saying for Jason Siegel as an opt-out is get one of those cakes that they print pictures on and just eat the top layer. Oh, that's good. Just Just scoop the the ice right off. Yeah, just scoop the whole icing out real quick and ah, and then you're done. Well, you know what I found? You know what I found funny about this? Like the one video I had sent you, he like blends up the picture with it's some water in a blender. Yeah, and and it's disgusting looking. And then this gray mess. But Ugh. then he doesn't even drink that. He pours that out, and then he yeah. eats the picture. <laughs> yeah, okay. I See, yeah, somehow I missed that part, and I just saw him go from blending to fucking eating a piece of paper, and I was like, this guy's a champion. Yeah, he uh, he poured it out, and, like, so there's a little bit of comedy into some of these, like, videos that he's been making while he does it. So that'd be funny if Jason Siegel got a cake with his picture on it, and then, like, flipped the cake over and then ate an actual picture of of uh noah maloney here 
Yeah, give the kid some slack before he fucking kills himself by eating too much paper. People are uh, tweeting about him and like trying it's to bleached. get this going. Chemicals are in it, let alone the inks. We're uh, we're behind you. We're all about hashtag Eat My Face Seagull. Yeah, yeah. Stars need to interact with their fans more anyway. Come on. If Why anything, not need a picture of the dude's face. If anything, we want we want help from our listeners to tweet out hashtag Eat My Face Seagull at Jason Seagull. That's S E G E L, spelled a little differently than I thought it would have been. Yeah, I tried to put an eye in there. We had to correct that. <laughs> and um, we're hoping that we can, you know, if anything, maybe we can, like, end this madness that no more. Yeah, let's started. suggest the cake theory. That way he doesn't even have to eat paper. Maybe it's more appealing. Go yeah. get a cheap cake from one of your local grocery stores with the printed image on it. Eat the kid's face so he'll stop killing himself. If we had a little bit more of a budget and, like, better network connections, I would, uh, you know, try and get a cake mailed to his house, Jason Siegel's house, with a picture like, of Noah. Hey, are you on board? We're gonna like let us know what area you're in. Tell the local grocery store to print up the cake. We'll pay for it. Yeah, we'll just pay for it. it. We just do gotta it. end this madness end before it. this guy dies of ink poisoning. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll actually Jason. If if Jason Siegel gets at us, listeners, get at Jason Siegel. Tell him we will pay for a cake. We'll we pay will. for a cake for him with Noah's face on it, so that we can end this. Jason Siegel face eating debacle. Yeah, debacle that's going on. Yeah, like this is insane. Uh, I just feel uh, bad for the kid. I hope he's still not eating faces months. I hope, in. I hope there's no adverse <laughs> effects from fucking eating all this ink. Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know what's worse, the paper or the ink, because I know paper is processed with bleach, and he's like, that's straight up printer paper, man. Yeah, that can't be good. That's it's, not natural. If anything, it's backing you up, you know. Dude, that's what I was wondering. Is it gonna like get stuck in his digestive tract because it's not gonna break down? <sighs> this kid's gonna need a surgery. Jason Siegel, you're responsible. You're gonna have to pay for this kid's surgery. Just eat his fucking face. Just eat his face, Jason. Just eat his face. Just, just do it. <laughs> Let it eat be done. his face. Eat his face. <laughs> so, um, chance started. So this next, uh, you know I love a good chant. Um, I like a this, good slow clap, but you can never uh, really yeah. start one. The, the really the perfect moment exists maybe once in your life, if you're lucky. And you got to have a lot of courage to do it. you got to have a lot of courage, but that's what's appreciated by the guy that starts the slow clap. You know where's a not, not appropriate place to do a slow clap? Well, there's many, but one there's, that there, I'm thinking. I can think of a few. You know those like uh, customer outrage videos you see on YouTube? Oh, yeah, like uh, where people are flipping out. The Geek Squad or maybe like the grocery store. Yep, and people are flipping out about something ridiculous. Bodegas. That's where you do your your slow clap. Oh, dude, when they're just (laughs) acting a fool, like like, mid-rage? Oh, yeah, applaud it. (laughs) See if you can get everyone else to start clapping along with you. The three other people in the bodega that are just trying to get the fucking newspaper or drink. Maybe yeah. some lotto tickets are fucking like, fuck it, yeah. You're a real <laughs> piece of fucking work, asshole. <laughs> well, I, it'll it'll definitely confuse them because it's like, are they clapping for me? Is this like they want me to act a fool more? <laughs> or would it enrage the Ooh. person? You know? Uh, somebody needs – one person needs to not clap and be on the camera because who, – who has the best camera in the area? All right, you're on, you're on camera duty. <laughs> camera duty. Because Get this everybody on in the world deserves to see this shit. Make sure you yell out world star. You have to. 
You have to. <laughs> I'm guilty of having a video where I yelled out "World Star" with a fight. Flava Flav's daughter was involved in the scenario. Oh, I'm that's just right. gonna say. Have we ever talked about that? I don't on think the, we ever uh, podcast. It was amazing. It was Halloween night. It was legendary. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll go back through the episodes and maybe we can start off one of them with that. That because that was a funny story. Yeah, uh, well, it was snapped. It was Snapchatted and Instagrammed. One of uh, one of my favorite crime stories that we're we've ever come across is this next one. He just for the pure quotes that come out of it. This guy, man smeared with black makeup, holding meth pipe, told Denton police, "I am the law." Before arrest. Huh. <laughs> and that's not the only thing he said. Oh. It, he was, uh, this, this man was caught jumping in and out of traffic, uh, near Denton Square, wherever that is. Uh, it's some, somewhere in Texas. And the man, Joseph Augustini, uh, was His mugshot features a spaghetti top, tank top at best, maybe a bikini. Yeah, it almost looked like it almost looked like a string with a sign Most attached. <laughs> it's a it's a hell of a mugshot. Um, he had black face makeup on his face, arms, and chest. Police said as he was walking in and out of traffic. When police officers spoke to him, he replied, "I am the law, and I am allowed to break the law." <laughs> <laughs> he also told officers another one of my favorites: "Put your guns down because it would not be a fair fight." Oh, because he's letting them know if they tear, take a shot. He's gonna have to really act a fool. <laughs> yeah, he's uh maybe we're thinking he's giving him warning. He's like, I have superpowers, and if you shoot that gun, you will become an enemy, and then I will he's have to be like fucking uh, <laughs> the dude from Grand Theft Auto. What's his name, I- Trevor? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he. Uh, I'm sure he meant like you know I want to punch you, but like you have a gun, so put it down so we can fight fair. But I like to think that he thought he was a superhero. Oh yeah, he was a meth out superhero. Meth makes <laughs> you a superhero from what it fucking appears. His glass Zombie pipe that hero? he was holding li- later did test positive for amphetamines, so you're not wrong. If you put him in a lineup and you said pick out the meth head, he would definitely be one of the candidates. The guy covered in black makeup from head to toe. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I tried to say war paint when you're describing it, and then you showed me the mugshot, and I just said this guy is a meth head. Yeah, it's more like uh, melted clown makeup. Like he ran See through a sprinkler. His, his uh, <laughs> meth pipe. <laughs> He's just rubbing it all. Over oh me. my like, god! Yeah. It might be what it was. How much meth do you have to do to cover yourself from head to toe? All meth day, air day. Just every time he's like, I'm going to clean this out, and I'm just going to rub it on my body. Clean this he's out. He's probably a really good thief, and he's just like thieving and methane and thieving and methane. Well, he heard charcoal is really good for your skin. So Ooh, if you like so he's, somewhat, making, he's making a meth head facial is what you're saying. Yeah, it's more of a, oh. an exfoliant. The he's uh, meth like crystals. less of a dumbass the more we talk <laughs> about him. <laughs> he was booked into uh, the city jail with a $1,000 bail, which we were thinking might be a little low, but I guess he didn't hurt anyone. I feel like he's lucky this guy didn't get shot. I mean, yelling, I am the law, at the cops while holding a meth pipe, getting a little crazy. You deserve to get shot with a taser at minimum. <laughs> he, uh, I'm surprised they, they were able to take him down because, you know, he did say it wouldn't be a fair fight. He probably didn't want to invoke those great powers on these poor individuals. He's like Superman. Or innocent. (laughs) I can do it. He's like, don't shoot at me because then I'll have to take you out. (laughs) Like that, uh, what was it in one of the more recent action uh, or Marvel 
or I guess it would be DC if it's Superman movies, where he was like getting walked down the hallway in the in the handcuffs. Oh wait, that wasn't Batman versus Superman, right? It might have been. I, I, I can't think remember. It was, it was that. I didn't want to say the Superman movie before it. It was yeah, he, too. I always see that one with a meme where it's like, oh, in Skyrim, when you break the law and you're level like 100. <laughs> it's like, I'll let you take me, but I can yeah. easily fuck this up. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's one of my favorite ones that we've ever covered uh, as as crime stories go. Just because I am the law and put your guns down, this wouldn't be a fair fight. Or I'd I am the law, I can break the law. <laughs> he's definitely one of the most vibrant characters we featured on American Slacker. And he was smiling when he uh, got her, got his mugshot taken. He's the uh, meth head of the mass, you could say. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's definitely an interesting guy. This next crime-related story isn't so jolly. Um, in North Carolina, in Pinnacles Park, uh, authorities have found upwards of 40 nails hammered into tree roots and logs found along uh, trails throughout the park do you know how long that probably took whoever the fuck this was yeah they're it's, really someone's they're got suffering. a vendetta i don't know they're, what their what their issue is like yeah what do you have against people that like to go on hiking trips or jogging <laughs> these uh uh nails were hammered in four four in, or well they were four inch long galvanized nails and they were sticking out about uh one inch and at an angle so that they were like spikes. Someone's uh was hurt. Uh, the nail went through their shoe, or well, I guess they weren't hurt because it said they didn't hurt their foot, but it ruined their shoe, which sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, they're lucky it didn't fucking puncture their shoe. Have to get a tetanus shot. So they're Fucked invest up. they're investigating, uh, trying to figure out what's going on with it. They say there's a thousand dollar reward for any information leading uh to breaks in the case. And if you know anything, call Silva Police Department. It, yeah. And I'm not going to give the number. Just look it up on Google. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Who knows who the fuck this saw-like individual is just setting up booby traps <laughs> for people to encounter. It's like, I'd like to play a game. <laughs> You've been abandoned in the woods, naked, shoeless. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's Nails a bad start off. trail. Some if Legos. you step off the trail, there will be mines. <laughs> Stay mines, on the trail. And then on the trail, you got nails, Legos, and glass. Off the trail, you have those uh, those fucking machines that shoot softballs and baseballs at very high speeds for batters to practice. 80 of them, just fucking every which way. And then there's got to be a timer contraption because it has to, Random to be pressed for time. It goes silent for like 5, 10 seconds, and then all of a sudden, all of them fire off. Pa 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 pa. There you go. Yeah, this is some saw shit coming out of nowhere. <laughs> We're if you know anything about if you know anything about this, if you have a fucked up friend, uh, report them. Report them yeah. immediately. If they you're live in Pentacles before... Park in Jackson County, North Carolina. Yeah, you're stopping it before it gets to that level. <laughs> don't let it get out of hand. We don't we don't want some saw shit going down in the woods out there in North Carolina. <laughs> we have some North Carolina members. listeners. Shout out to Dave. Yes. We love Davey. Oh yeah. Um, so our next, fan. our next one comes a little bit uh, more south of North Carolina. We're going down to Florida. Oh, going... oh, you know, you know how I feel about Florida and those crazy bastards. They've definitely taken the cake with, uh, with 
crazy stories coming out of them. I mean, we get a lot from uh, from Florida. We get some from. I'm trying to think where else Florida really stands out. I'm looking at a map right now. I remember Florida Kansas really City. Takes you the said for crazy stories, man. Every time I'd love to mention that there are a bunch of lawless fucks. <laughs> I know it's not literally, but I mean, you guys come up with some crazy stories between like spring break and just it's nice weather year round. People tend to get a little crazy enjoying themselves. Yeah, yeah. This this was a bit of a domestic situation in Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, police say a 21-year-old man repeatedly punched a blind relative who called him by his given name. Apparently he doesn't like his name. Oh, don't you dare call him by his true name. You know he uh, doesn't go by that. <laughs> the Palm Beach Post reported that Bernard Muscandi- Muscandin? Muscandin? There you go. Uh, said, don't call me Bernard uh, before attacking the relative. Police reports say he prefers to be called Ben. Oh, I thought he liked Nardog. Nardog, yeah, there you go. Uh, this was an, this is another crime story that's just like, nice little quote coming out of it. Don't call me Bernard as he punches his blind relative. That's so fucked up, punching a blind guy just because he called you by a name that you dislike. He uh, told police that the relative... Uh, was upset because he was criticizing him uh, about staying out late and drinking and smoking. So, uh, well, don't you yeah, dare question Bernard about staying out late. You call he him said, to, "Oh, don't he call him that. Do he's coming dope. for you." He's gonna stay out late smoking weed and talking to the ladies, man. She's like Bernard, where have you been? Don't you worry about where I've been, and don't you dare call me Bernard. <laughs> like, ah, where are the punches coming from? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. You can't punch a blind person. You got to. Uh, they you can't to develop. A, yeah, they cha- can't develop an, uh, like a strategy to defend themselves. That's just not okay. You got to challenge them to a singing competition. That's the only fair way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think even, of something that. that they could compete in. I, I was going to say maybe chess. I um. I don't know. Maybe you can feel like, the take pieces. Away, take away the vision. From the other person, and then then, then put them both anything physical. Then put them both through American Ninja Warrior. Oh, and then you got a goddamn show. Yeah, because then the playing field is even. That's pretty <laughs> goddamn even. But here's the thing: Bernard would have Bernard's nemesis would have the like uh, uplift because he's already been blind. Okay. Okay, so, so what are so we doing? we'd have to we're... fuck with him. We'd have to, like, whack him in the head a couple times or something. Like that. Oh, I don't no. know. I'm just, I was thinking... I'm just naming off things that might work. I was thinking we pull from your idea before and we shoot, like, dodgeballs from the sidelines. Again, I feel like I feel like the blind guy is going to be, like, a little He's gonna bit... He's going to sense him? He's going to sense him. He's going to have, like, that, that extra, extra perception. He's been blind. Okay. He knows. His, yeah. his sense of smell, his sense of, like, feeling, like... The draft of like something coming at him, I don't know. The combination of that and the sound, I feel like he's at an advantage. He's already studied the art. <laughs> you, you're you're thinking all blind people are daredevil though. Yeah, ah, oh, you caught me. They're not all Ben <laughs> Affleck daredevil. Damn it. Well, now it's that new guy daredevil from Netflix. I don't know why I I haven't seen that yet. So daredevil, it's pretty is still good. Ben Affleck to me with a tainted taste. But he's Batman. He can't be both. He can't be bold. That's the fucking thing about the universe that's getting flip flopped too much. Like, just stick to the characters and actors. 
Even though, uh, who was it? Chris Evans was the Human Torch and Captain and, America. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I tried to say he was Thor. That was not him. No, that's uh, Hemsworth. Yeah. One of the yeah. Hemsworths. Yeah. Who are also Australian, I think. We're going down a rabbit hole here. So, yeah, don't, uh, don't call him Bernard or else you're going to get decked even if you're blind. That's the main point of that story. <laughs> any Bernard. This applies to any Bernard. Just call all Bernard's Ben for to be dubbed. Step lightly around Bernard's. Sir, what do you prefer being called? Because Bernard's are beasts, and we all know that. Yeah, I guess so. They'll punch. They'll punch blind guy. They'll burn you. <laughs> so that's that's about it for news. We're uh, we're keeping with fighting though, packed oh, by yes. popular it's demand. Time to step into the motherfucking green corner. <laughs> All right, so to start out the green corner, I want to hear some fucking feedback. I want to know if anybody is interested in hearing about Bellator, because I was about to start covering Bellator, but I don't know. I, I don't know if anybody listening is even caring about Bellator. The, the fight that I was caring about with Fedor returning, um, an undefeated champion from Russia, um, who actually, uh, we talked about disputing the child MMA in one of our last episodes. Yep. <laughs> he was supposed to return to Bellator undefeated champ, like, well, not champion, but undefeated. I was looking forward to it. He's an older competitor, but at last minute, his competitor backed out. Before, so, before we get too into it, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, what, what is Bellator? Bellator MMA is like probably the next in line to UFC. Um, you can catch it for free on, um, Spike, I believe. Friday and Saturday nights they do events. And what happens is, like, they have a lot of great talent, too. They have a lot of, like, um, ex-UFC stars and people that are coming up from, like, WEC and a lot of the uh, lower promotions. Yeah, because I wasn't too familiar with that uh, with Bellator. And I always heard people talking about it. And it, I, I wasn't really I – thought, I thought it was just, like I, – I knew it was an organization, but I didn't really understand what it was. Yeah, it's, a pro, it's one of the only other promotions that you'll find on mainstream, like, cable – um, and they do get a, they get a great amount of talent. Um, a lot of guys that don't work out in the UFC end up going there. Uh, it's definitely a, a prestigious promotion. Let me we'll put up a, an Instagram post asking if people want us to cover Bellator and Green Corner. Yeah, like a poll or something. That would be a good idea. Moving along, let's get back to the prize. Let's get back to UFC. Since February 10th, UFC has been cutting their roster of fighters, and up to this date, there's about 25 or 30 fighters that have actually been taken off the official roster. Um, you'll find people that you expect, like uh, Tim Kennedy recently re- retired, Sean O'Connell, Aisling Daly. Those were all people that actually retired, but you'll find like uh, Tekia Mizuki, uh, Rick Story, Lorenz Larkin, Taylor Lapellis, um, a lot of a lot of known names that were coming up and comers, uh, Cole Miller, Joe Gigliato, Freddie Seriano, and most notably, you'll notice Brock Lesnar, the Beast, the Beast incarnate. Brock Lesnar, a man who has done many things in his career, he's uh, currently and has been a pro wrestler. Um, he even had a year stint in the NFL as a professional football player oh, i didn't realize which, that yeah i even found out he had cards produced for him he played for the vikings um oh, but he never huh. really actually stepped on field he only was in practice and everything and he he uh the reason behind that is because he got in a terrible motorcycle accident i guess during that time period 
Oh, damn. Where he, he like, fractured his jaw, a couple ribs, his arm. Things that you need if you want to be in top shape to perform in football. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, recently Lesnar has announced uh, that he's separating from the promotion and he will no longer be a professional fighter. Now, I have a theory about this um, because basically as soon as he announces his retirement, he's no longer included in the USADA's testing pool for the anti-doping program. Okay. Which Lesnar, his last fight was against Mark Hunt, and he had won technically, but it got turned around to a no contest because he tested positive for a drug uh, named clomiphene, which is an estrogen blocker, basically allowing your testosterone to take control and... You know, helps with muscle development and repair. Huh. Physical enhancement drugs are the top thing right now. The anti-doping has been stepped up in the last few years with So instead of adding testosterone, like, by doing steroids, you are blocking the estrogen. Yeah, which can... I I don't know, like, the technicalities of it, but I'm assuming that when you produce, like, estrogen, it it slows down testosterone production or maybe... um, just cancels it out. I don't know. Huh, so that's interesting. Or boosts it. Who knows? But either way, they don't want that going on. The Nevada yep. State Athletic Commission fined him um, and also gave him a six-month suspension. So even though he was he retired, if he was to come back, he will have five more months to actually serve on the suspension, which isn't bad. But that would give him time to actually take a few, you know, enhancement drugs to repair to bulk up. You know, he's getting older. It would it yep. would make sense for him to take some time and actually use them, especially when research is showing that actually there's not a lot of... If you do it properly, you can get away without doing too much harm to your body. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's evolved from just typical steroids to there's a billion things that are actually illegal to use under UFC, including cannabis use, even, you know, cannabis that doesn't have THC. Well, I so heard that was the... I heard that was the deal with the NBA, too, is that they don't yes. test, and that's why everyone can smoke weed if they play in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, which you will probably see that. That's going to change, without a doubt. Any sporting promotion of any sort is going to be constricted with drug testing. Yep. Um, it's it's just it's kind of how it goes. Common theme, these days. yeah. So I'm disappointed in that. Brock Lesnar has always been an entertaining uh, performer to me. Um, UFC, he's had quite a... A chaotic term, you know. He became the champion uh, on his second fight, which was kind of weird. They just fed it to him. Um, he's a monster of a man. I'm disappointed. I'm hoping that the theory I have concocted is true. I want to see him back in a few years, bigger than ever. <laughs> yeah, right. But only time will tell. Now, the next story we're going to cover is that we've had another mishap in the UFC caused by a referee. Another late stoppage. This time, it wasn't oh, Big no. John McCarthy, and it was actually the opposite reaction of a kick to the ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at UFC Fight Night 105 in Halifax, Canada, Derek Lewis upset Travis Brown with a TKO in the second round. Um, a few extra hits were placed in where Travis Brown was clearly unconscious, like just laid out, getting smashed in the face. Derek Lewis has gone on in his post-interview uh, to say that he's glad that Mario had waited to call it off because he wanted to get in a few extra punches on a woman abuser. And this oh, goes damn. into Travis Brown's previous ex-wife before Ronda Rousey was 
well, had uh, called the police on a domestic incident with Travis where he was, you know, charged, I believe, for uh, domestic violence. So do you think the ref, ref was aware of that too and like let it go on? I don't I don't believe. I don't want to I don't want to believe that Mario had anything to do with that. Mario Yamasaki, the Brazilian referee, has been around for years upon years. He's a really good referee. I just think every now and again this is going to happen. And the heavyweights is <laughs> just happened, hard because just happened to a woman abuser and yeah, I mean who knows? I know, you know, maybe. Um but Travis had he had been stunned earlier in the match and uh he he was saying, you know, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, so that Mario wouldn't stop it. So it kind of plays into a little bit of maybe he thought, you know, Travis would recover from it and was just stunned. Yep. Um, the way he stopped it was kind of weird, too. He didn't really, like, stop um, Derek. He kind of just put his hand on top of Travis's chest, who was fucking knocked unconscious, and, like, put his hand in between Derek. <clears throat> very and he was lightly. still getting hit. Yeah, so it was like Ugh. it was up to Derek to stop. He could have like definitely kept whacking him. That's always so brutal. Is like those last few hits when the person's definitely done, but the refs like weary to stop them. I mean, that's what got it. Got John McCarthy kicked in the ass. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, and it was because he didn't call it soon enough. Find, but I mean that was out of goodwill. Like it's just like that was his friend, you know. This was just like, uh, who knows? Like you're saying, maybe Mario was like, fuck it. Let him get it a couple extra times. <laughs> He's aware of that. Yeah, true. Yeah. But anyway, we went to a post-conference where he was uh, giving a, quite the interview that was colorful as could be. And we wanted to play a little bit of an excerpt for it. Tell me uh, about the fight. It was kind of hard to hear you in your, in your post-fight interview in the cage. Uh how, what hurt when when he kicked you? And obviously, obviously it hurt pretty bad. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was like, more of I'm just trying not to shit on myself, you know. <laughs> you know my gas in and trying to breathe at the same time. I just didn't want to shit in front of national TV. So, <laughs> it happens to everybody once in their lifetimes. That's what I've heard. Oh, I've heard that. Not on TV. Especially with this internet going around, making memes of me and all of that. Nah, I can't have it. Oh, no. (laughs) Man doesn't want memes. (laughs) Before the second one, I kind of started to wonder, maybe are you kind of playing possum with the whole thing? But but that was legit. I mean, he got you in the midsection. And how did you work through that? How were you able to work through it? Um, I just, like, eased out a little fork. You know, and just <laughs> to my just a little bit, and just once I did that, it was good. Then the second round, it came back again, and just stopped bubbling. And then I was like, I got in this fight. I mean, you <laughs> talked about that earlier, uh, earlier in fight week, that you needed to be more aggressive than you were in Albany. So there you have it. Um, <laughs> as stated, he did take a few hits that made him seem like he was stunned, but it wasn't because of the impact of the kick. It's because he had to take a number two. So this is the guy that won the fight against the... Derek Derek the Black Beast Lewis, um, who's on a six-win streak. Five of in the last year, actually, which is crazy. Um, I love how he goes, I just eased out a little fart. (laughs) He eased out a little fart in the first, end of the first. But it's just a chemical warfare. And he knew at that point he had to end the fight. Oh, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. And the, the, the reporter's trying to, like, t- like slowly pull him back to, like, talking about the fight. And he's just like, yeah, no, I just eased out a little fart, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to end this. 
Yeah, man. I just I couldn't believe that he was actually going public with that. And uh, I pulled up a few different interviews all over, including with ESPN, which is pretty professional. He was talking to a lady, and he straight up gave the same story. He's like, yeah, no, I, I straight up had to shit. <laughs> I had to <laughs> well, take number two. <laughs> the man's real. He's not gonna. He's not gonna sugarcoat it for you. He's a man to look out for. Now he's projected onto the top ten in the heavyweight division of fighters. So we could see this man. He he walked onto stage with a child size replica of the UFC heavyweight title, claiming that he's the interim champion. <laughs> he's got confidence. This guy. He's he's entertaining. I fucking like it. He's ridiculous. This I love it. He, yeah, uh, it's kind of a, a little bit of a throwback to the beginning part of this episode where we talked about public pooping, and he doesn't want to be the culprit. He doesn't want to be the in culprit. In front of live TV? We don't want to be the culprit. Be, be culprit. Be Nobody wants to be the culprit, let alone when you're on fucking pay-per-view. That's no way to, I mean, that's, I guess, one way to win a fight. I or, was going to say that's well, no cable, way to win a fight. Mind. Yeah, fuck <laughs> no. Oh, God. Like, what would they even do? Just let it play do you out? Win? Like, you got to roll around in this fight. And this, do you uh, win or lose TV, if you TV shit TV yourself oh. during a UFC fight? Oh, man. Well, he closed out this interview saying that he, of course, he knew he had more heart than a woman abuser. And he also said, where's Ronda Rousey's fine ass at? <laughs> and also, case, where's that? Where's that burrito he was eating before the fight? He wants to finish it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they got that to him immediately. He was snacking on that during his octagon post-fight conference. <laughs> so, so what's he calling out Ronda for? I don't know, man. But in case you're wondering where Ronda's fine ass is at, her fighting career is still up. We don't know if she's retired after the beating she took from the lioness, but. We'll see about that. If you want to catch her, you can see her upcoming in May. She will be featured on Blind Spot on NBC's show. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's kind of like a mystery drama. Uh, like a girl wakes up like with no. It knowledge reminds of where me of been. um of Memento, like sort of. I never checked that out. That that's a really good movie. That's one I definitely suggest. Oh, you know what? Actually, out. I might have checked that out. I feel like it's is it Woody Harrelson? Uh, no, it's like two, I don't even know that name of the actors in it, but it plays out backwards and it's a guy with a bunch of tattoos on him. So he's like trying to figure out clues. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I might have, I might not have. But um, that's cool. Student yeah. It's a TV cool show gigs. to check out. Um, it's like her second TV appearance. She's done movies like uh, Expendables and whatnot, but, uh, she did appear on Drunk History on Comedy Central last year, which, uh, at Drunk History. Oh yeah. Awesome. I saw check that episode. Out. Yeah, check out Drunk History if you haven't checked that out. It's always fun, and it's a little educating. You can watch you uh, Drunk History on Hulu. Uh, it should be free oh, on there to watch. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice and easy. And, of course, it would not be a green corner if we didn't touch on the god Conor McGregor. <laughs> the man, now, the myth, the legend. I fucking own the world. I fucking um, own New York. <laughs> the Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather fight. It's getting hyped up still to the moment. It could very well happen. Um, the Nevada State Athletic Commission has even opted to say they would host it in Nevada in the fight capital of the world. They want that fight. Who doesn't want that fight? That's going to be the biggest fight ever. Right. Um, famed trainer Freddie Roach has also been publicizing, that, saying that it, it's in the works. It's going to happen. He's talked to Floyd Mayweather. He wants to train Conor McGregor. Um, which uh, Freddie Roach has been in MMA and boxing for a long time now. He is definitely a coach that you would want to have because he would probably understand what transitions need to happen here. 
Okay. The development it's, of tactics. So you know, it's a it's, good it's, choice on his end. It would be. Um, I haven't heard anything from Connor even reacting to this, but the regard is it's still a possibility, and it's Vegas has even released odds. Um, everybody wants this to fucking happen. 25 to 1, Floyd Mayweather is the choice. Um, but Freddie Roach believes that McGregor definitely has a chance. Um, he's fierce. You know, he can level with one punch. One punch can change anything in a fight. And uh, Connor definitely has shown over and over again he has that fierceness leading to TKOs over and over again. Yeah, Another oh, reason has, for sure. to, to back this, this event is that Roy Jones Jr. has actually tweeted Roy Jones versus Anderson Silva at the Mayweather versus McGregor headliner. Damn. And now, while that just might seem like a Twitter call-out, there's actually been hype behind this before. In 2008, there was a uh, like a kind of a push behind this where Anderson Silva and his coach had agreed they would they would take on the fight. Roy Jones agreed to it, but it never kind of came about. It's it's something that we we could actually see to entice the actual main event to happen. It would be a hell of a crossover event, especially if we could throw in another one. Um, Nate Diaz got his boxing license recently. Put him up against somebody notorious. You know, I mean, it, we don't. We could make a hell of an event out of this. A crossover that's never been seen before. Anybody would love to see from either side, a boxing fan, UFC fan, or both. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's always cool when they have those sort of crossover events because I feel like it brings in different crowds. Yeah, man, it's just wild to see coming from different environments and seeing what's going to happen. You know, you think you know what's going to happen, but you you really don't. No, it's 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 always a uh, bit of a toss up when you got people with different styles coming together like that, and in yeah. Vegas of all places. Yes, yes. And in case the McGregor Mayweather fight does not happen, there's a lineup of people that are looking to get at McGregor. Most notably, <laughs> take um, it take a number. Yeah, yeah. Like we have the whole Jose Aldo battle could happen. We could have the Diaz McGregor three, the fucking tiebreaker, which I really fucking want to happen before fucking either fighter retires. Max Holloway is another contestant that could fight McGregor, one of the only men besides Diaz, actually the only other man besides Diaz to make it to the card um, against McGregor. Granted, this is also encountering the four losses that McGregor has in general, which have been like submission. Okay, uh, he got submitted all four times. Jeez. Yeah, choked out and a knee bar, I believe. Um, Tony Ferguson's another explosive competitor. Um, and, I mean, even a lot of people are saying Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Very hard name Nurga to say. Gmetov or something? He's the guy that comes out with the blonde wig, in case you don't know. <laughs> um, undefeated. He's a monster. And he's definitely... Why a blonde wig? Means, I don't know. I don't know what the meaning behind the wig is, actually. Um, I haven't been really a fan, but he's starting to catch my attention now. Like, he's which he should have been on my radar anyway. He's undefeated. Damn. That's yeah. No, that's that's crazy. Um, I'm really hoping for the Nate Diaz though. I mean, oh yeah, so are a lot of people. If the we Diaz's can even see him go in, and go into the welterweight championship territory, which could be Tyrone Woodley or Wonder Boy. We we don't we'll have to see in the future coming because there's a matchup coming that uh, will decide who will have the title. But it wouldn't be beyond McGregor to uh, go into another title, you know, try to be a, a three weight division champion. Right, he's going after everyone's belt. That's McGregor, man. He wants the goddamn world. <laughs> 
Who's going to stop him? <laughs> one of the last things I wanted to cover is that finally GSP is going to be returning in the near future. Now, there hasn't been a date or an opponent settled, but it is about time. GSP has been in, in trying to organize a deal with the UFC for a long time. I guess it wasn't really the money that was causing the issue, but who he faces. He wants freedom to choose his opponent. Apparently, he has his eye on Michael Bisping, and he wants to go for the middleweight title. Okay. Um, which is deserving. Um, GSP retired with the championship, saying that he needed to take a break in 2012. So it's been some time. But he stated that he is in better shape than he's ever been, and he could beat his old self without a problem. <laughs> so he's riding confidence. Um, he's riding a 12-fight winning streak as well. So okay. he's got a lot to live up to to maintain his 25-2 and streak. Wow. Yeah. Two losses, man. Only... Uh, to Matt Hughes at UFC 50 in 2004, and Matt Sarah at UFC 69 in 2007. So those are so, a while ago, too. Yeah, five years before he technically retired, like for the short term, you know. Um, we could see a variety of opponents, but I think I think the Michael Bisman fight is most logical. It put the man into the championship territory. He retired a champion. He is one of the most legendary fighters of all time. The Montreal native, everybody knows GSP. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, George St. Pierre is the man, and I'm I'm hoping he goes right to a title championship. I mean, they fed Brock Lesnar. They feed certain people that they know will bring money. You know, like they give George, Connor leeway. Old George St. Poutine. That's not, what the, that's not what the P stands for? No, no, not at all. If, if, if people don't know what poutine is, it's a, it's a Canadian dish uh, served in the Montreal area. And the Quebec areas, it's like French fries and gravy and uh, cheese. It's really fucking good. Oh, that sounds so fucking good. I wish I had an order of that right now. George St. Poutine. We're just going to, to Canada for some French fries and gravy, sir. Yeah, exactly. That's what they were talking about. They're talking they about poutine. They just didn't know the name, poutine. Get, they had said that, they would have poutine. never got arrested. <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm going to close this out, people. You got something to look forward to. UFC 209 is coming up Saturday, March 4th. Las Vegas, Nevada, the fight capital of the world. We can't wait to see a fight in Nevada. We're trying. We're going to go to Vegas this year, but there's no fight scheduled in our time. Not Uh, yet, at least. Not yet, at least. Maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe we got to write some letters. (laughs) UFC 209, we got a great card ahead of us. One that I'm actually excited for, which has been a letdown lately. I wasn't too happy about the the previous few cards. It seemed kind of damp and light. Um, But the headliner is Tyron Woodley versus Steven Thompson for the belt. The welterweight belt. I can't wait. The second main event would be Khabib versus Tony Ferguson, which is going to be another fire fight. And I cannot wait. And also you will see the return of Rashad Evans versus Daniel Kelly. Lando Venata nice. versus David Timor, which are two younger guys. It's going to be a great fight. Um, both of them only one loss. That's going to be interesting to see who's going to take that second loss. And then yep. the last piece on the main card is Alistar Overeem versus Mark Hunt, two of the biggest names in the heavyweight division. That'd be a good one. That's going to be a great one. Mark Hunt will sue the fuck out of Alistar if he is doping, as previously stated, all over social media and UFC news. <laughs> That's, that's another uh, thing we haven't really covered. That's an, over, but. an Overeem problem. <laughs> yeah, Mark Hunt is pissed about the whole Brock Lesnar situation where he got his ass beat by a steroid freak. Next one to do that shit is getting sued. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't blame him for being pissed about that kind of stuff. You know, if you're yeah. trying to go at it clean. He's the all-natural Hawaiian. He's a little chunky, too, so that doesn't help out. He's facing the dudes <laughs> that are cut like fucking Greek Mark statues. Hunt, Mark Hunt's Hawaiian? Or yeah, from he's Hawaii? A, yeah, he's a giant Hawaiian. He's a monster. Huh. Didn't know that. Yes, dude. He is fucking giant, man. <laughs> well, I'm well, rooting for giant. him. He's 5'10", but he's 265 pounds. He's got a lot of weight, I should say. I'm making him seem like he's a fucking tall-ass guy. Al I was going to say, I thought he was the, a little bit shorter Al than like, got six people inches heavyweights. On him. Well, yeah, yeah, but he's just a monster. Like, the hitting power of Mark Hunt is, like, the most notable thing about him. Like, yep. that's why they put him against Brock Lesnar, because it was, like, two heavy hitters. True. Stars, I, Lesnar's got, like, a fighter. foot in height over him, though. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and Lesnar was cut as fuck. Um, <laughs> Alistar is the same thing, dude. Alistar is rocking an eight-pack. He's and, and the difference is Alistar's whooped Brock Lesnar's ass. Um. And he's a he's a technical fighter. Like the technicality of his striking is going to be a little bit much for Mark Hunt, I think. So this might be a harder fight than the Lesnar one for Hunt. Oh yeah, uh, I would say. I mean, Alistar has definitely whooped Brock Lesnar's ass, as previously stated. And yep. I fucking I'm putting my money on Alistair. He's the man. Okay, uh, I'll, I'm yeah. going Hunt. You're gonna say how Hunt? much? Oh, how gonna, much are we gonna, putting down on this? Let's put a gentleman's bet of five dollars. Five dollars. All right, we're. I'll hit you on Venmo, or you'll hit me on Venmo. Yep. If yep. Uh, we'll have, depending on how this goes down, when's, when's this event again? March March fourth, Saturday. Okay. It's the Woodson or the Woodley versus Thompson too. Okay, so people will know by the uh, next podcast um, who who won that bet. I think. Yes. Yes, we will fucking put up. Uh, we'll talk about it on on the episode that's relevant, and we will put a pro a post up. Hell yeah. <laughs> This is exciting. I'm pumped. This is exciting. <laughs> Gentlemen's and that bet. Wraps up the green corner for now. Awesome. I'm happy we had another green corner, as are it's some of our listeners. It's been a minute. I didn't realize that people wanted to hear it more. We'll keep well, up we had, on it. We had Green Corner Plus on uh, I think like two episodes ago or three episodes ago now. And that we was that was kind of fun. Really interesting for you guys coming up. That's another green corner evolution. Um, we're not going to give away any details, but it's going to be fun. Another green corner plus type of thing. <coughs> but next up, we have video games. We are uh, talking about some uh, in- interesting releases that we've uh, had the honor to check out. And also some free games that are coming at you on Xbox. Uh, sorry, PlayStation people. We're only covering Xbox here at American Slacker Podcast. Uh, we kind of talked about it and debated it for a little bit, and we feel like we might do it a disservice to talk about games that we're not able to play. Yeah, being Microsoft guys, it seems unfair to like talk about games. that We have no clue what the fuck they're about. And we don't want to sit here and sell you on domain. it. Yeah, why even step into the domain? We're just going to talk about the things that we actually touch and know about. Definitely, that's uh, that'll give you a better perspective on on which things are worth it and which things are actually worth your time. Um, we're starting off uh, since February is almost over. Depending on when you've uh, heard this, you might have a chance to grab a couple of games that are still available from Xbox uh, Live's Games with Gold program, which would be Star Wars Force Unleashed and Project Cars. Yeah, and I, I've downloaded both. I've downloaded uh, Force Unleashed and Car- Project Cars, but 
I haven't had a chance to play either. You played a little bit of Force Unleashed, right? Um, Force Unleashed, you will see that it's it's timed, um, like in um, the content. Like it, you could definitely see that it was made for Xbox 360, uh, graphic wise and gameplay wise. Like it's very controlled, very limited. Yep. But if you're a Star Wars fan, you'll get a kick out of it using the Force and just destroying shit. Um, and I had if you're an achievement hunter. If you're These free games hunter, are it's like fucking easy, gold. Yeah, yeah. I got hundreds of points like within like thirty minutes. Like it was so easy. So uh, definitely download them, get easy achievements, and just fucking have another game in your fucking wallet on your download. You know. And that's the one thing that I wasn't really aware of. You, I think you had told me about this a while ago. If you download the games, even if you delete them, you're able to re-download them later onto your hard drive. Yeah, which is good to utilize, especially when um, Xbox One, most of the time you're working with a 500 gig or maybe one terabyte. You can only store so many games at a time. But they're always giving away these free games, and you might want to play it at a later date. Why not just download it, add it to your install? I'm not sure if you even have to download it. You might only have to add it to your queue, and then you're good. Um, And it registers that you did download it. But, I mean, I have like 120 games. You have like 95 Yep. Those are, you know, I mean, it's worth downloading because you might get bored and just say, fuck it, let me check this out. You sometimes know? they're crappy games. Sometimes you'll find a gem in there. I mean, yeah. the, so, like you said, the Star Wars one, that's kind of classic if you like Star Wars type type of games. In um, Project Cars, from what I heard, is it's like a lighter simulator compared to Gran Turismo. Okay. I mean, I might enjoy that. I Like I said, I didn't get a chance to play it yet, but I do have it downloaded on my Hard drive. Another one that they have out is Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Uh, okay, that one's, yeah. Th- that one's available till the 28th also. And I would say that's a vibrant um, interactive Shooter, game. Shooter, arcade yeah. kind of. Yeah, um, it looks trippy. I, I have that downloaded, haven't played it. And I ex- couldn't remember that, the name, so I didn't want to mention it. <laughs> that's another one that I also downloaded, haven't played. But from the reason that I didn't play it, I almost hopped on it one day. It looks like it's better played with multiple people. So I was actually waiting for you to hop on so that we could try that oh, one out together. We'll have to check that out and then maybe you're, give a review. It looks like you're in a little spaceship, but like the weapons are on one floor and like the directional things on another floor, like the steering wheels on another floor so you have to have like multiple people run different parts of the ship as you're like floating through the levels exploring yeah exploring the galaxy yeah yeah so those are some of the february ones that uh that are available if you go and snatch them up really quick before the end of the month here but starting march 1st you'll be able to access a new set of games um first off one that seems promising is layers of fear now, Layers of Fear is a psychological horror video game. Um, it's developed by the Bloober team for Linux. Um, it's on Microsoft Windows, OS X, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. So Steam, it's all over. too, I believe. Yeah, so it's a game that's on all platforms. Um, you can download it just about anywhere. From what I saw, um, it got terrible... Well, not terrible reviews. It just got some hater reviews. But the graphics seem to look on par with like some of the later Resident Evils. Now, when it comes out, I'm definitely going to check it out and play it and be able to give you a little better of an idea. But from what we've seen, it seems that it's predictable on when the the jump out parts will happen and any type of the horror incidents. You kind of see them ahead of time. And it's not going to take you off guard as much as, like, say, um, Resident Evil 7 or Or uh, Outlast. Outlast. Outlast was another great game that I believe they gave away for free. 
And it, it would keep you on the edge of your seat. It was an actual stressful game, which is yeah. fun. And, know, and they're coming out with Outlast 2, so if you're into the scarier horror survival type of games, that's that might be one you want to hold out for. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's definitely probably going to be fire uh, if you judge it based on the first one. Right. Um, but yeah, so you basically, you're an artist, uh, a painter, and you're just trying to navigate through a Victorian mansion, and uh, you're discovering secrets as you go along and trying to get the fuck out. So yeah, we'll, we'll it looks kind of a, f- a little creepy. Yeah, it looks it looks like it's gonna be fun. Um, we try not to go too much on all the reviews. There was like mixed reviews. There were some positive ones and there's some negative ones. So we're gonna give it a hands on and see how it goes. Yeah, and, uh, you guys should. I'm, too. I'm I'm excited. I always like a free game. You know, I always give it a try, give it a play for like 15 minutes or so before I immediately write it off. Yeah, delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, the other game that they're giving away during the uh, first part of the month is Borderlands 2. That's going to be free for the first half of March from the 1st to the 15th. Uh, It's normally 20 bucks, and Borderlands, which I played the original one, was a lot of fun. This is a 360 game originally, so this is another backwards compatibility type of thing that they're giving away. Um. Although it is a later 360 game, so the graphics are a little bit better, and the gameplay is definitely smoother. Well, I, I even remember when I was playing the first Borderlands on Xbox 360, the, I, I thought the graphics were pretty neat. It sort of has that uh, cartoony style, if you're familiar at all with uh, the Telltale games, like A Wolf Among Us or The Walking Dead uh, series. Yeah, Batman. they got tons of them now. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely got a little bit of a... a cartoon comic book sort of style it's a first person shooter you can also go third person i believe but it reminds me a lot of fallout in the way that the gameplay is yeah it's like a wasteland you're you're discovering like different materials and guns and weapons and sorts sort of like Um, a skyrim but uh mixed with fallout yeah but it's also multiplayer which is really nice yeah, that's something that we discussed earlier is the fact that they have uh, up to four people co-op multiplayer uh, through for the story that play through. So we're definitely going to get our hands on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't wait to actually play it. It's one of the ones that I've been stoked for. I feel like we're coming up on an actual good month of free games. Some of the months yeah. can be debt, can be kind of a dud, but uh, it seems they're they're actually giving away games that we might utilize. <laughs> right, it'll definitely be good. Um, I'm I'm excited to uh, to get my hands on what they have coming up because we're gonna yeah. we're gonna cover the rest of what's coming out in March uh, on a later episode. Yeah, and we'll, keep we'll you also touch on we'll also touch up on uh, layers of fear and Borderlands too, and let you know how those turned out. Yeah, yeah, and let you know our opinions on how the gameplay actually went out. Um, Hell yeah! We recently had a chance to get our hands on the For Honor beta. Which, if you don't know, For Honor is an action fighting game. Um, it's developed by Ubisoft. Also on computer, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Um, it's recently come out now. It's out now already. But uh, we had our hands on the beta. We got to play out a little bit of the experience. Um, it's a medieval game. It's a, You just hack and slash against other real-life people. Um, you can go into modes where you fight, you fight like a CPU or whatever. 
I I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was you know the fighting wasn't exactly on par, but I did enjoy the aspect of like medieval fighting. Um, it's not it's not a t- like a game that's developed a lot. You know you can't really just go out. Skyrim you know is kind of um, you got Assassin's Creed, but as far as multiplayer, I mean I don't know. They're coming out with Skyrim Online, so we'll see how that is. But, uh, Should be interesting. Like another Skyrim online, rather. But uh, yeah, I don't know. For Honor, just seems like it has its own thing going on. It's it's a it's a cool deathmatch style. Um, you build up your characters. There's an array of people to choose from, including knights, samurai, and Vikings. Um, there's more factions that are going to be included um, as they go along. They'll release more. And uh, you basically customize your guy, develop more techniques, and uh, you can progress into bigger and badder characters in your actual faction. And we had, we had a chance to play it. I liked it. Um, a little sloppy, but it was the beta. So it's like I, I feel like we need to play the real game to really feel if there's a difference on the smoothness of the gameplay and the mechanisms of the actual fighting and combat. Right. I, I wish I had a little bit more time on it than a weekend because I played it a little bit and like you said, the combat is a little janky. There's yeah. uh there's some odd things in terms of like the blocking, you have to do it while you're attacking and it takes a little bit of coordination. I saw some cool clips though. I sent you the one uh clip of the dude that lined himself up on the bridge and did like a downward strike with his sword on top of the other dude. Yeah, jumped like thirty feet down on top of a guy and just murked him. So I'm sure if you're um, able to master it, then yeah, like, it takes you can pull some off some pretty to. crazy shit. I feel like I was adapting towards the end of my play, um, but again, it was only a short time beta. But it's it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you dig medieval style gameplay. Um, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was definitely neat. Uh, what I th- I think the one that we ended up playing a little bit more, which was also uh, free on a free to play weekend, uh, one of these past weekends in February. Was but Rocket only twenty dollars still? Yeah, it, Rocket League is only twenty dollars. It was fifteen to buy, and uh, it was for free play on the weekend. This is something that me and Matt had heard about a lot in terms of like, uh, like games to try, but we never really gave it a, a chance. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was huge on PC. Um, I know it's a, it's one of those cult games that has a huge following, and it, people even get paid to play and all that. People are probably sitting there going, "How have you not heard of Rocket League?" Yeah, I actually brought it up at a party, and people were like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? We've been playing Rocket League forever. <laughs> it's funny. So, yeah, I guess maybe we're just one generation above Rocket League, and we just tapped into it. But we're uh, we're enjoying it, and uh, we're playing it on the free weekend. We're going to buy it, I believe. Yeah, so, and it, just so you know what Rocket League is, is uh, it's basically you control these little RC cars inside of a small um, dome-shaped arena. And... Uh, Basically, the goal is you can play... Main, the main standard mode is a soccer-type mode where you're pushing around a ball that's roughly like 10 times the size of your car. And your car has the ability to jump and use nitrous, and you can... It's a physics-based game, so it's actually fun. It's like to, soccer with little RC cars on turbo. Yes, yeah, exactly. And uh, you can customize. There's a lot of customization that happens, so that's kind of fun. It adds a whole new aspect to it. But the physics... It adds like it's really on par with the striking, and it's fun to just constantly be battling and trying to take the ball, and line up your shot. And it's a game that I haven't seen too many like it. Um, it reminds me a little bit of Idar, but in a 3D element. Um, you can also play hockey. 
that was another fun mode. Um, you could play uh, basketball. So there's, yeah, there was well, a like a mode that was kind of reminded me of uh, Mario Kart, where you got like power ups and you were able to use different powers. Yeah, like, rumble, uh, freezing the ball and and switching places with people and stuff. It was pretty neat. It was it was a fun little arcade game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and definitely a sleeper on us. We uh, miss the uh, the beginning of it, but we're definitely into it now. <laughs> miss the boat on Rocket League, but uh, you don't have to. It's only twenty bucks, which is the th- uh, third of the price of a normal uh, yeah, full title less game. Less than sixty five dollars every time. Yeah, right. <laughs> So twenty bucks isn't too bad. Fifteen. We should have grabbed it when it was fifteen, but we we uh, we slept on that deal. We slacked on it. You could say <laughs> that that would be something we would do here at American Slackers. Slacking, slacking, slackers, man. Well, it's time these slacking slackers said goodbye. I think. Yep, that brings us to the end of the show. I uh, hope you enjoyed Green Corner and uh, some of the video games that we talked about. Some of the bizarre news we had coming at you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Um, if you want to get a further interaction with us, check us out on Facebook and Instagram, American Slacker Podcast. You can also get at us on our main hub, americanslackerpodcast.wordpress.com. You can also get a hold of us on Reddit and Twitter. Our handle is A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's Amer Slacker Podcast on Reddit and Twitter. Our personal uh, Instagrams, or I'm sorry, before we do that, our email is americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send us anything, even if you have a question, how do we do something, how do we come up with like our segments or anything like that. We love hearing from uh, from our listeners. Yeah, we definitely want any feedback is great with us. Our, our personal Instagrams, uh, mine is at LandersThePlane. And you can give it at me at MWGMedia. Uh, one last thing we want to throw in, uh, be sure to check out our Patreon to become a sponsor of the show. Uh, any support that you give us, we highly appreciate. We look at it this way, uh, you know, if you give us a dollar per month uh, and become a sponsor of the show, we put out four episodes per month at least, uh, not counting bonus episodes like our interviews with Henry or Victor the uh, and many others that we're trying to bring in here to talk to. Uh, if you donate a dollar a month, you're at least getting the four normal episodes for free. But they'll, if they're worth 25 cents a piece to you, then we'd really appreciate any support you could give us. Yeah. When it, it, just to give you an idea, it takes hours of development to bring you each and every episode that we do. And I feel, you, you know, like any, any support you guys provide us is great. You know? If you Even if it's it just out. writing us an email. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and as Jesse said, you know, we always try to bring you four, hopefully five or six episodes a month. And soon you'll see a little bit more, but we're not going to get into that. So if this hour and a half or hour 15 uh, worth of uh, content on your drive is worth the uh, quarter, uh, head on over to our Patreon. Uh, it's You can find links on our website or you can go straight to patreon.com and search American Slacker Podcast where you can find it. They make it really easy. Uh, we also have a lot of future ideas that we're hoping to get off the ground, including uh, a political podcast because we don't talk politics here. Yeah, we um, generally keep a non-biased opinion on even stories that might have a slight undertone of politics. We want to keep it a friendly, neutral environment on American Slacker. But we also have statements. We have our own opinions. So we are going to put those out on a separate podcast, kind of related to the show, but not the show. 
Yeah, that way you can enjoy us in a different light. And uh, we also have ideas for a movie-based podcast and a music uh, podcast um, to get more interviews and talk to more musicians. So if you think it's worth it um, to help us out and sponsor the show, there's uh, multiple things you get back from that, uh, which include you know a shout-out from us on the show. If you donate uh, $5 a month, you'll be able to ask us a question that we'll read and answer on the show. So, And, and T-shirts to anybody that does 10 or more. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're definitely getting that going for you guys. We're on the verge of having promotional T-shirts, so we're happy to hear from you and happy to get all this out to you in any way, shape, or form. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in again. We fucking love you, and uh, that's it. There you go.